Which leads me to the second reason. You're being physically or mentally abused. It says abuse is never okay. And as ladies, some ladies, uh, you may want to treat this as an automatic deal breaker. Because more than likely, if it'll happen once, it will happen again. It is so, a deal breaker for me. That's a yeah, deal breaker. Yeah. Is, is there a point, though, where... That hit me, though. So. And, and this goes... And this, this is in reverse, too, because there are some abusive women to men. Mm-hmm. Um, Byron, let me ask you this. If, if you were involved in an abusive relationship with a woman, uh, would that be the deal breaker for you? I'll knock you out. Keep it up. <laughs> what? I want to spit my wine out! Who, who putting hands on beat? <laughs> No, no, no. I'm, I'm just asking. Would that, would that be a deal? Would that be a deal breaker for you, Byron? It was. It was a deal breaker. I was it was. Okay. Okay. me to fight. Beat her ass. ass. <laughs> yeah. Bitch hit me, Jay. Get her. I almost, her. I almost married her, and I mean, and my father. Thank God, I had a, a, an extraordinary man in my life and a father that cared enough to share. Is like if you aren't happy now, marriage is just going to be. It's going to multiply. Mm-hmm. By thousand and so many times uh men when they have not become who they need to become have not evolved fully into their own knowing um are and, and can, are misled and can yeah. be manipulated yeah and and can be taken by the ear and especially if you had the upper hand and you lost the upper hand because you fucked up on something okay now you're really fucked up because you're feeling out of guilt you uh, you're out of obligation and a debt and you're like okay i'm gonna make this right i'm gonna make it better because i really do love her Mm -hmm. um and so in that that case scenario i was being completely abused okay wow i can honestly and transparently say i was i was emotionally and what and what what broke the camel's back in that one case scenario is it happened twice. Okay. On the second time, my father told me to leave. The first time, I was already emotionally a wreck. I mean, I, I probably lost. I mean, I, I didn't work at all. I mean, I maintained my business, but I can honestly tell you each year that relationship for two years cost me at least $250,000. Okay. I mean, I, we, we would eat just to find a way to try and make it. And we weren't even eating. We would just, you know, you just find places to go. And you're like, maybe if we go out to eat and it becomes, you know, a habit. And by the end of the dinner, you want to take a bottle and throw it at each other. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The same thing that Jay was just saying. You're just miserable. But yeah. you're like, you know, you're optimistic. You're like, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to figure it out. But there is no way out except to get the fuck out. To get the fuck out. So, yeah. She actually hit me the last time. The first time, almost, I caught myself. The second time, she went off and welled and hit me with an open-hand slap in the bathroom. And I don't know if you remember the uh, bathrooms that have glasses that slide, the, the gla- yeah. glass. Yeah. I put her through both glass panes at one time. And I reacted. I mean, yeah, I was just, of course, yeah. Because I didn't even see it coming. And I immediately turned. And I'm one that's, to, I just, it's, and I was like, okay, this, had, I got to go. This is done. We're done. Because I'm going to end up in jail. You're going to get away scot-free. And you're, there's, I am 100% about no man ever putting their hand on a woman, as Jay knows. But there are some women that can provoke you. The devil lives in them. 
And it's not always their fault. Sometimes it can be the man's fault. Whatever the fucking reason is, get out. Well, do, do you guys believe in that if a woman hits a man, a man can hit a woman back? No. Get the fuck out. Go get, go get Jay and have her beat her ass. I'll <laughs> be like, look, you know what? The bitch needs to fall down the stairs. Well, you know, like... Um... And the fall killed her. <laughs> that's so you know like our 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 line producer wendy you know she uh, a couple of weeks ago released some images of her being abused uh from a relationship and i already cleared it with her she said we can talk about this a while ago um and i've never been witness to women being abused like i didn't grow up with no man hitting my mama because my mama was like, I mean, domination city. Like, no man fucked over my mama. It was like, if you if you got a whiff of something going down, my mom was like, peace, you know? So, but when, when I saw Wendy's pictures, um, I've often wondered why women stay, why? Because sometimes some women are not born into abusive relationships either. And they get into one. And I've often wondered why women stay. I've often wondered, you know, what is it that's in there for them? Is it really love? Is it just no. like, what, is it an insecurity I that they just can't? I, I've often wondered. And I want to say to I'm you, Byron, thank you. situation right now. Yeah. She has a child. She might be watching the show, and I really don't want to get into the details. The husband picked up a bike and hit her with the bike with the child standing right there. Um, and she, she, he has, he, before it became physical, he has so, he so emotionally, now she's out now fending for herself, trying to stand on her feet and grow. But for, I've seen this for the last five years, this man started with an emotional cage mm. and turned into a physical cage and left her in a space combined. Now this mm. is different than the normal case, right? Combined with linking it to a cultural cage. Mm. So she to her parents, because her parents like, get your ass back in the relationship yeah. and make Yeah. And he isolated and literally if she asked for five dollars, he made her feel like you got to give me head for the next week and you just need to be locked in your room because I you don't deserve shit. Yeah. And then when they broke up when when she finally called the cops and she went and they went, I'm I'm probably missing a detail or two. It's fine. Yeah. The books in the house this man was sitting on top of hundreds, if not millions of dollars. And he, she thought that she they were struggling. This man's been living his life, his, his, he's been living his best life. Yeah. And making her watch the child, raise the child, and acting as if this was out of love and we're struggling and, and, and giving her a picture. So she's not in a position to get a job. She doesn't yeah. have a residence. She gave up her life for him. She can't turn to her own family. She can't turn to him. And she's sitting up there. She, it had to get to that point. Now that's that's a very not special case because I know of a lot of cultural cases like that where people are emotionally jailed mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. physically jailed and you can't do anything because of the culture you're from. The yeah. flip side of that conversation, which I will ask, I will answer that um, that question. Say that again. Was put that back up, Wendy, please. In a relationship like that before, hubby stayed because I thought I couldn't do better came from an abusive home. Exactly. The other side of that is the worst, I, I, I would call it the tarantula effect. Mm -hmm. The tarantula effect 
is that you actually interpret the abuse as love because that's all you've ever known as being able to see someone love. I was in that I case where I felt that. Exactly. I think so, this is so important because you rarely hear men, you know, talk about their abusive side, you know, the, the abuse that they've received. You rarely hear men talk about that because and 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 a lot of men are sensitive to talk about it. Yeah, because they think you go, yo, you a punk, man. You know, you a put how you gonna let this girl and and I don't I personally don't think like that. I think that it happens on both ends, and I I applaud you, brother, for even talking about it. So yeah, yeah. Definitely happens, man. I mean, if you look at it, there's so many men. I know men that are making millions of dollars. We call them handpacked men. You know, they, yeah. oh, I got to check with my wife. I got to check with my wife. It's way deeper than they're in love. They there, There's many situations where the woman has now, especially the evolution of, of women's rights. And I want my own. And, you know, I don't need you. And, you know, dot, 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 dot. Uh, women's power, and it's like you know, it's a woman's world now. You know, fuck, you know, James Brown. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. women have risen up to the point where it's like, I mean, and, and it's played off into gays. You see where the strong alpha females in the gay world have, have stepped up. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's just it's really crossed over into a whole nother spectrum, and it really comes from an attitude of being tired. Mm -hmm. I, and this might suggest a subjective where women are tired of being taken, because they're second to blacks in this country of abuse for the longest period of time. Yeah. And if you do it across the board, it's been going on even longer than that because it just is what it is. Because I think that also falls into category. Yeah, this is, this is Wendy's abuse from back then. And I think, um, thank you for sharing that, Wendy. I think, you know, it also comes into category number three. It, it says that uh, you compromise your values. And it says your integrity and your values embody who you are as an individual. And once these are compromised, know that this is a clear red flag that it is time to go. And I've seen that in relationships with my cousins and things like that, that they just literally compromise themselves to be what they think he wants of them. And they are so miserable and they can't understand why they're miserable. Right. I, it, it, it's... Yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. say this, um, and mm -hmm. I have to go back to the abusive thing, right? Yeah. My grandmother was in an arranged marriage at 15 years old. Okay. Okay. She has seven children. Six of those kids are with my grandfather, my mother's father. My grandmother was in a very abusive relationship with him, and she. The reason why I think she's one of the strongest women I ever know is because every time she tried to leave, her mother would make her go back. Kind of like mm -hmm. that story that you were just said, family, just like, where else can, what else can you do? Right. You have six kids by the same person. You have nothing. And finally, she did that. She left. She was 32 years old and she got her high school diploma. She held a job for a major airline for over 30 years. She bought wow. her own home. She did everything differently. But her kids watched her go through that. And None of her daughters really ended up like my mom wasn't necessarily in abusive relationships, but she was in relationships where she had to fight. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, mm -hmm. I get that. Fighting back. She she might have had some relationships where she had to fight. And so I look at how it changed all of us in each generation. I've never been in an abusive relationship. I've never been hit by a man because I think I'll go to jail just because I know those stories. <laughs> yeah. You understand? And I'm, I, I will hurt myself to hurt you if you hurt me. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. But then to fast forward to a newer story, Robin has a very high profile client. And I can't say their name, obviously, but very, very high profile client that everybody would know. And he trains their son. This woman lives in a 12,000 square foot home. He gives her no money. He, he got, she has a car. She barely has a cell phone. She can't leave the house. She is in a 12,000 square foot prison. He, and when he gets mad at her, he won't pay the bills. He'll let sometimes let an eviction notice show up on the house. Like he controls her with the money. And she feels like because she still has a young child with him, she can't go anywhere. She can't go anywhere. Her child mm -hmm. will lose the benefits of his wealth because he treats that particular child. They have two children together, but the son, he treats like he's everything and the daughter he pays no attention to. And this is somebody that if y'all knew who it was, you would start, probably start watching their movies, but I ain't going to say who it was. But anyway. I, I wonder, I wonder, does he have a relationship with his mother? He does. And he talks to his mother like shit. Mm -hmm. I figured that. I figured like that. Like shit, because he feels like he's the wealthy one that made it. And if you guys want to benefit from anything that I have, you will do what the fuck I say, or you will shut up. Yeah. But this lady, I feel bad for her. She's in a mansion and it's prison. She can't go nowhere. She can't. She was like, sometimes I can't even buy a coffee at Starbucks. I can't put gas in the car. So, ladies, you guys do know that's abuse, right? That I, 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 want, abuse. I want folks to understand that is abuse. And he doesn't hit her. But that is still abuse. Yeah. So he doesn't have to her internally without ever raising his hand. Mm -hmm. And the children are watching that, too. They're watching that, that poor daughter. The poor daughter. Lord, she can grow up and marry a man just like her dad. And feel worthless. Tried and to buy, he had sent some money. I'm going to tell you story. He sent some money one time to buy, for some bills. And it was a daughter's 16th birthday. And mom took some of that money to buy her a car for her birthday because she wasn't getting a gift. And he seized all the money and took. It was upset that he bought. she bought her a gift when she hadn't gotten a gift years before. Well, number four, <laughs> one year today he beat me. He put a hammer in his dad's head. Ooh. What? Wow. So this person that abused you also abused his parents. Wow. Thank you for getting out once, Wendy. Like once is all once is all you need. You know, it should be never. Wow. Rape and more. Wow. Number, um, thank you again, Wendy, for sharing that. Um, because we do know that some somebody, one of our listeners, is, is in this right now, and we yeah. want to say that we are here for you, and we hope that you know this will help you. Uh, number four, it says you don't want to have sex with your partner anymore. It says sex is not everything, but it's definitely a whole lot in a relationship. If you've checked out sexually, that could mean that something is wrong, either physically or mentally. If your feelings toward your partner are a result, that's a clear sign that things aren't going down the right path. Sex is everything. It is everything. I was just going to add, sex and money, right? Sex and finances. If you're not ha having sex, there's a problem. I, I don't care what anybody says. Especially if you had a lot of it in the beginning and then mm -hmm. you stop having it. It's a problem and it can cause your relationship to be over. Period. Do you agree, Barry? If I want a friend, I'm not fucking my friends. If you want to be my friend, be my friend. 
But if we're not having sex, that's what you are, my fucking friend. What about friend. your friend? Are they gonna be? Uh, it, do, do you agree, Byron? I'm bleed the fifth. <laughs> okay. Uh, num- well, number five I is if I could splash my wine in your face right now, I fucking would. <laughs> now remember. Now remember, there are nine. So number five is you just no longer care. It's actually the opposite of love. It's indifference. And once you've gotten to the point of no longer caring about your partner, the relationship, or even yourself, it's time to go. In the words of Ariana Grande, "Thank you. Next." I agree. You no longer care. It, do, in relationships, though, do you really get to the point where you look and you're just like you're disgusted by who you're with? Yes. Like you're just. Yes. You're, you're just like I can no longer do this. It's just. When I got you, physically sick, it's because I would look at that person and be like. But do you do you then go and question yourself and say, "Let me try to work this out." Let me let me. Yes, that's why you stay longer than you're supposed to, because you believe it could be corrected. Like I'm thinking, oh man. I started saying to myself, he doesn't cheat on me. He doesn't hit me. What is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe it's you. And it will then it goes Let's to number go six. To, Let's go no. to counseling. Let's do the, blah, blah, blah. Let's do all of that. And then at the end of the day, I'll, I'll grow. Yeah. Yeah. You can well, well, grow the, the, I mean, you can still want the synergy, the chemistry, the friendship, the love, but the, the sex appeal can very easily die in front of you. And when you, you know? meet somebody that long, I started to look at him like he was my brother. Oh no! And it was oh. weird. I was like, I don't want to have sex with my brother. And you got to, and you got to, yeah. And if you don't work, if both parties aren't working at reinventing the relationship, <laughs> what happens? What up, bro? What happens is <laughs> you start pointing fingers at the other person. You start that, trying that actually to, goes into number six, Byron. It says your relationship you start, you starts to one You know, you try and create the sex appeal. Oh, you don't think I'm sexy, or you don't want to have sex with me, or well, let's do this, or let's do that. The problem was not with what they want to do. It was with who you have become. That's mm-hmm. right. Because they're and still doing what they was doing before. Your, your ass is, a, you, you don't take care of the, yourself the way you used to. You don't do what you need to do. Well, I got all this going, whatever. Whatever your reason is, you know, I can honestly say I know that I've lost my sex appeal to people in the past. It's not often, but it happens. <laughs> It is what it is. Anytime I've got my weight fluctuates all the time, so I know that that's that in my head plays a part in into that, right? You you got to remember what people fell in love with when they first met you. When you change yeah. that person, you run the risk of changing what they're attracted to. People don't. Well, that that goes that goes into number six. It says your relationship then becomes one sided. It says when a person is always putting in ninety nine percent of the effort. And the other person is consistently giving one percent. This is a one-sided relationship. Ask yourself where the value added is coming from in this relationship. So that that partner, I don't have to ask. You know, Becky, Joe, Susie, Curly, Shirley, Kim. I don't have to ask whoever. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to say. So what's going on with the relationship? Why? Why? Why aren't we? Can we? Why don't we? What are we? Maybe if we. If we love, love a little, <laughs> maybe if we 
Yes, that's it for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, number seven, number seven says, number seven says, you can't communicate with each other. It says, no one is a mind reader. A relationship will never be successful if you're unable to communicate with your partner, especially in a healthy manner. Honestly, if you can't tell Bay how you're feeling, who can you tell? But there's two, there's, there's a caveat that's always missing. Communication mm. is not enough. Comprehension is everything. Because there are some people that communicate till they're blue in the fucking that's face. That's good. But if you're not comprehending what I mean when I tell you this is a problem, if we don't do this, this is a problem. If this doesn't change, this is a problem. If you're not comprehending that right, because it wasn't when I my first relationship, it looked like I just left. I did it. I've been telling mm-hmm. you this was a fucking problem for the last few years. And so if I'm telling you it's a fucking problem, then it looks and then you're not taking me seriously. Then when I just go poof, gone and the verb, <laughs> like, oh. you're thinking, well, you didn't say anything. No, motherfucker. I told you 80 times. This was a problem. Yeah. You just didn't take me seriously. And now you're alone. Bye. And number number eight says your needs are not being met. Needs and it says again, met. relationships feeling one sided. A healthy relationship is one where your needs need to be met. Yeah. The, <laughs> I guess that's no argument on no part. And then on the number nine and the final one is basically you're just not happy. And it said, if you're not happy, one through eight. (laughs) Well, and it says, if you're not happy, it's a clear sign. Then things are just done. How will you know when you're feeling down regularly? Um, You're being more and more seclusive and you don't enjoy doing your regular routines. It's a sign that you're just not happy anymore. Here's what I will say. Mm -hmm. The first sign of of all of those things that we just discussed, with the exception of abuse. Yeah. We're not saying soon as you see that or soon as you have that feeling, you should leave. We're saying that you got to go to that comprehension and communication level and you need to discuss it so you can understand whether or not that person can meet you in whatever space you're in. Mm-hmm. If they can't, then you need to make a decision. But you do need to communicate and comprehend because sometimes people don't understand what you need. Exactly. Especially if you're changing. Right. Look and at me. Look at me. I am changing. You guys, it's um, and and you're right, Jay. It is it is a two way street in understanding that. What I would share, more than anything else, is the 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 people actually know. I think everybody actually knows. Um, when you stop caring, mm-hmm. if that person mm-hmm. knows. If you understand what I'm saying, because in the beginning of a relationship, in the middle of a relationship, and even as long as Jay, you've been in with Robin or a marriage or, you know, you're worried, you're caring. If if, if I called, if I didn't call, um, you know, are they worried about me? Um, you know, it, 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 did I did I do something that was displeasing? I mean, you, you, even if, you know, they are really you're you're caring about how they see you, what they think about you, about your actions, about if you went all day and you didn't make a phone call and call in, did did they miss you? It's like, you know, it's like all these things. But once you get to that point where on one side, CJ was saying, someone's putting in 99%, you need to identify, there's no way, 
I, I'm, maybe it's my age. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going, I'm not waiting till 99% before I realize that I'm not getting nothing back. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that's not possible. I'm not saying I'm just, <laughs> I have been, I've given wow. and it, but the wisdom that comes from it, if you're learning, if you're growing, if you're evolving, I'll be damned if I'm giving 99% and walking away with 1%. In energy or in resources or in time or in caring. Fuck you and the horse you came in on. <laughs> not the mama. <laughs> I, I'm not t- if you ain't trying to. I'm not trying to be with a motherfucker that's not trying to be with me. I'll be honest with you. And if you, that's fucking facts right there. <laughs> and if I'm, if I'm not trying to be with you. Don't try and fucking be with me. Stuff the fuck off. Leave me alone. Matter of fact, what, what, did, what did Fantasia say? If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. 